Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. So Dr. Coleman Noctor, you've been writing this week about posting photographs of children on social media. Um, what's the whole issue regarding posting photographs of children without their consent? I think it's a, it's a very unknown topic, Fiona. I mean, again, we have legislation that, that suggests that children have a right to be forgotten. So at a certain age, they may try and, and erase their, their record. But it's a complex process where they'd have to apply for that and do that. Again, I was just, I mean, the reason I was kind of, I'm interested in how sharing has changed over the, the concept. I mean, years ago, I shared something with you because you may have wanted it or needed it or I had some extra, where the share now is much more about uh, an announcement of ourselves. So if I share a video or a meme or a picture of my lasagna or whatever it might be, I'm saying announcing something about myself. And I suppose when we share accounts of our children, uh, and I, I do it, uh, I'm not, it's, this isn't coming from a ju- place of judgment, um, it is more, I think, about us than it is about them. Like my six-year-old who's kind of holding up his, student of the week and senior infants, uh, his other peers are not going to see that. So um, it's really an announcement of of me. And as a parent, I'm doing okay and I'm doing a good job. And this is some mm. evidence of that. But um, I suppose the, the idea of our digital footprint, or as somebody pointed out since I wrote the column, which is really good, the digital tattoo, how do you erase that? And again, even uh, like if we share images and I screenshot it and save it onto my phone, there's no way you can remove that digital record of, of that image that I now have on my phone. Even if we kind of took off data servers and things like that, there's still capacity for these images. And that's the thing with online, you know, everyone owns everything. So as soon mm. as you post something online, you surrender ownership over it. Uh, and, and it's important that I think we, we consider that when we are sharing images of our children and just be conscious of how much we're doing it. Uh, what are there potential consequences to doing that? Uh, I think there are. I mean, again, maybe the, the, the idea that we've heard about cyber hacking and people using data uh, and, and, and harvesting it and selling it elsewhere. Um, again, images of children, uh, no matter how innocent they might be, can be used for nefarious or unsavory purposes too. Um, and again, um, you know, we're, we're, we're in hot weather, we've got paddling pools out the back, we've got 
small children in bikinis, etc., mm. and all that sort of stuff. And so it's just, and again, these, this is the thin end of the wedge, and it's probably the, the, the rare occasion that this might happen. But you have to be aware that these, that when you post these images, that they have the capacity to be used for other purposes. Um, and again, it's, 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 it's a divisive topic because there are people who may take a kind of a morally superior thing and say, I don't share images and, and that makes me a great person. And then there's others who say, you know, to the morally superior people, you need to lighten up. You know, it's not a big deal. Mm. And there's no right or wrong about whether you should or shouldn't do it. And I'm not coming from a judgment point of view, but I think the manner, the spirit, the tone and the volume of it is important. And I think it's, it's, it's important for us as the parent to realize why we are doing it. And if it is validation and recognition for ourselves, well, then let's be honest about that. That's the, the purpose of me sharing this is, is to, to, to feel better and feel, you know, and kids get clicks. You know, they yeah. are, you're far more likely to, to get uh, kind of way more likes and favoritism things on your uh, images of your children than you are maybe about trying to promote my column for the week or whatever it might be. And I'd, I would say that, you know, the, the, the companies know that. So they'll know that Coleman, after, you know, Coleman, you, you sent this around last year and it got a great traction. Do you want to send it around again? And because that the, the company is only interested in clicks and coverage and time on screen, they don't have an ethical consideration of what that image of, of your, your child playing in the padding pool or in the bath or getting their search from, from junior infants is going to have an impact on them if they you know become a potential presidential candidate in 30 years time. Some parents might want to might say that you know they want to share their lives their own lives on social media and a big part of their lives is their children so why shouldn't they they post online and post those photographs of those happy family images that they have? Or not happy, yeah, but no. be the case. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but I'm saying that perhaps you should be aware that, 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 that you are surrendering ownership of it. I mean, this is no different to, um, and I, I remember when I, before I had children myself, you know, going into work and sitting in the staff room, looking through my colleagues' pictures of her holidays and telling me about how great her child is, and kind of feigning some interest yeah. in it, you know, about that point of view. <laughs> It's no different now, but we're just sharing those family albums with a, a network of people who everyone can have a copy of the negatives of those photos. And so from the point of view of it's not, again, this isn't bad, good or bad technology. It's good or bad usage. Technology is, is like, it's like food. You know, there's good and bad stuff to it. And you just have to be moderate around how you do it and, and, and maybe be honest about it. And also I do think... There's parental pressure, and, and I, I would be a huge advocate against parental guilt. And mm. you know, if I'm looking at uh, your your kid has you know a, a judo and black belt in karate, and they're seven, and my kid is still using Velcro on their shoes, and they're seven, I'm going to feel under pressure why they're not. You know, I'm looking at my kid saying, "Why aren't you as good as that kid?" And it does create, I suppose, a kind of a an Instagram culture of pressure around why are my children not achieving the things that other children are. And when you're sharing stuff like that, you know, think about maybe people who have children with additional needs or, you know, who, who are never going to have the prizes and the awards and the things that maybe you're uh, taking some, some stock with. And again, if we're sharing that in, a, in the case of back in the day when we had a, a bunch of photos, you'd be careful about who you're sharing it with because you'd be conscious of other people's sensitivities. Whereas the online net, social networks that we have, you're sharing it with, the, with everyone. And sometimes we lose 
concept of who our audience are and who follow us and who have access to the stuff that we're sharing. Is there any way that we can post photographs of our children and make sure that they're safe and that they're only seen by, you know, a small group of people and that they're not taken from the site and used for alternative uses? Uh, no, is the answer to that. Your, your security is only as, as safe as your weakest link, you know, so the person, you know, the weakest link in the chain sets the tone. So if you did share it on Facebook, Twitter, or whatever it might be, if somebody on your network has poor privacy settings, you know, they can be accessed in that way. Of course, there are things that we can do to make our accounts as private as possible and, you know, only allow people to access that. But as I say, this, the screenshot takes away much of, of any sort of ownership issue because anyone can screenshot anything and, and have a, a record of that 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 isn't erasable from the point of view of of you you're not going to be able to access their phone and get rid of that from from their their memory or their gallery from that point of view um, so we, we we have to exercise caution and we have to be you know careful around these things and, and thoughtful about them um, and and it's not about uh, being a killjoy and saying you know never do this and it's not about taking the, the position of, you know, hiding your children from public life or anything like mm. that. Um, but I just I, I just think we probably are largely unaware of maybe why we're doing it, maybe how often we're doing it, and maybe the spirit and tone of what we're doing when we're doing it. I suppose the recent cyber hacking um, issue as well has just brought it to the fore that, you know, these systems can be so easily accessed by by blackmailers and by hackers. And, you know, you just don't know when you post something up online where it's going to end up. And and that data is lucrative, you know, it's mm. expensive, you know, and, and data is the new currency. You know, the more I know about you, the more I can advertise and, and pitch and target my advertising towards you. And if I know you have three children who enjoy sports or that it's sort of, you know, how do I know that, that other companies are not using that data to target advertising for you to buy them the latest tennis gear or whatever it might be. And so, mm. it again, the, the genie's out of the bottle when it comes to the online stuff. We can put it back in. But um, I think sometimes we just need to take a step back and pause before we post and think about the consequences of it um, and, and where it might be able to be taken. It shouldn't, you know, we should never always do everything by the, the lowest common denominator. If you were so concerned about road safety you'd never cross a road but maybe use the pedestrian crossing you know look left and right and do it as safely as you can uh, by taking the right considerations before doing it I suppose finally we could all then end up facing the wrath of our children when they do become adults like why are you posting why are you posting all those photographs of me online <laughs> yeah and, and again you know I've, I've been to those 21st years ago <laughs> where somebody would have the photos of them as a child and you're know, standing there yeah and um, like again our digital footprint or, or our digital tattoo is so you know prevalent and again you know do you want someone you're trying to date finding all those images of you <laughs> when you were five, six, seven, eight, and, and you know, your whole family album being available to anyone who wants to, to kind of search you up. Um, and again, you know, the, the idea that a misplaced tweet or, you know, how information can have consequences on people going for jobs or, you know, whatever it might be. It is, again, what might be a very funny photo hmm. of your child, you know, with a cigarette and a pint in their hand or something that you staged for the point of view of getting <laughs> lots of likes may have an impact. There's also the other side that, that people say, you know, you should ask your three-year-old for consent and if they say it's okay, well, then it's okay. I don't subscribe to that at all. A three-year-old doesn't know when they've had enough ice cream, never mind 
the digital consent <laughs> on, the, on the online world. So as the adults and the parents and the, the adults in the room, you have to be just responsible and, and take as many precautions as possible while still being able to enjoy the, the validation and recognition of, of sharing your children's lives, which is important too. And it's important to all of us to, to remind ourselves that we're doing a good job, but just to do it carefully, I think. Brilliant. Dr. Coleman Nocter, thank you so much for joining me on the Opinion Line on 96FM. Courts 96FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.